The entire team at the Emsolation Podcast acknowledges the traditional custodians and cultures of the lands and seas on which we live and work. We pay our respects to all First Nations peoples, elders and ancestors. We acknowledge that sovereignty was never ceded and stand in solidarity towards a shared future. I personally want to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land on which I record this podcast every week, the Wurundjeri people. I recognise their continued connection to the land and waters of this beautiful place I call home. Always was, always will be. M. Rossiano. I've become the vagina lady. And Michael Lucas. Me saying to you that Beyonce has done a Whitney tribute is basically me going down on you. This is M. Salation. I, I dispute the theory. And, Why? And what, the reason... What are your facts? I don't care for them. You're in M. Salation. Well, hello there and welcome to Emsolation. My name is Em Rossiano. I'm a writer, a singer, a stand-up comedian, a maximalist power queen, a neurodiverse magic brain, and together with my best friend, screenwriter and podcaster, Mr Michael Lucas, I bring you this offering every Thursday, only on Spotify. How the hell are ya? How are you? I am still recovering from my show at the Big Top in Sydney <laughs> on Friday night at Luna Park. <laughs> Uh, if you were there, you know why I laugh, Riley. Uh, if you were not there, you may have seen some things online. Michael and I dig into exactly why a couple ambulances were called and the cleanup crews were on standby and the security guards have all agreed the show will go down in legend as the wildest, most unruly crowd <laughs> in the history of Luna Park. So first of all, uh, well done. Yeah, I've still got the buttons, don't worry. It's a big show. It's a big political roundup. Obviously, we have a new Prime Minister. Super exciting for those people who are in favour of, you know, good positive change. Michael and I tried to be bipartisan. We really didn't want to influence people's decisions because it's a very personal thing. But, I mean, we tried. I think it's pretty obvious where we were heading. Uh, But now the gloves are off. We will make no bones about the fact we are so happy to have Penny Wong in a high position of power. The the Aboriginal flag is now with the Torres Strait Islander flag next to the Australian flag on, you know, on the political platform that Anthony Albanese delivers his addresses from. Already climate change and climate action is now going to be front and centre in policies. These are things that are important because I care about the worlds that my children are inheriting. So, um... We all woke up kind of looking at each other Sunday going, is it real? Is it real? And uh, just as I'm recording this intro, it's been announced that Peter Dutton will in fact be the federal opposition leader. It's an interesting choice. And that is all I have to say about that. What the fuck is hell? Friday night, I will be in Adelaide. I want to ask you all, Emsolators, if you know someone in South Australia you think would enjoy my particular brand of uh, hecticness, please encourage them to come to the show. There's a couple seats left and you know I want a full sold-out run. Adelaide's been just slower than everyone else and normally Adelaide's first because I, I, I lived in Adelaide, my husband worked for The Power, I got on Idol when I was living in Largs Bay. Oh, Largs Bay. It was just such a glorious place. So many lesbians. God, I love Larks Bay and the beach. So, uh, yeah, come to the Thebiton Theatre this Friday night. Would love to have you. That's what's been going on for me. My life is being consumed with the tour and with the election and with making the podcast and I'm about to have a break. And, look, I've got some news for you. 
Okay, I want you just to get ready. We are going to have the next two weeks off. It's going to be okay. Now, before you panic, I want to make some suggestions. I want you to go back and listen to your favourite old episodes or I want you to take out your phone and just do a random flick of the Spotify app and what, close your eyes and whichever episode you land on you have to listen to because we still want you to listen to something because we need that for our algorithms. Uh, maybe a chance for you to catch up on eps you haven't heard. I just think this is a chance for everyone to have a breather. You know, absence makes the heart grow fonder and mummy needs a rest. I need a rest. So no new apps for the next two weeks. But on Thursday, I do encourage you to perhaps go back and you know what I might do? I'll record something, a little surprise for you. I'll record it and it'll go out on each of the Thursdays. It won't be an episode, but it'll just be maybe a little little story or a little thought. So you'll still have me, you'll still have a little routine that's what I'll do. That's what I'll do. Mental note. Tell Zeke that's what we're going to do. Because um, I'm the same. I like. I don't like it when my regular pods go away. Okay, 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 okay. Here's a deal. Next Thursday and the following Thursday, you'll just get a little thoughts from M. Very short little hit. So I'm still with you on that day because I know I'm the same. You know, you, you, you set your watch to something and it's very inconvenient when people need to go have mental health breaks. <laughs> I love this week's episode. Uh, It's wild and loose and there's side quests and uh, just joy and look, obviously, I've got to stop saying obviously. Zeke has to cut. Obviously is my end and I really need to get better at it because Zeke has to cut out about 3,000 of them every week. Um, Oh, I went to say obviously again. (laughs) We were excited about the election and it's our grand final as political nerds, very superficial, shallow political nerds. Like we don't go too deep into stuff. Michael and I were together on Saturday night, as many of you saw on social media, and it was like I imagine how straight people feel when they watch AFL grand finals. I mean, I know that I'm technically a straight person, but spiritually I'm not. Um, And really I've been married 20 years, so physically also. Just nothing. Uh, that's it. That's all from me. Enjoy the episode and remember the next two weeks you won't be getting a proper episode, but I will put something together for you, I promise. And Adelaide, if you've not got your tickets yet, please do. Please come and see the show. It's getting amazing reviews. People are vomiting. It's so good. That will be explained very shortly. Play the music. M. Rossiano and Michael Lucas. This is M. Salation. Michael Lucas, the air feels cleaner, the sun brighter, the birds louder, the trees greener. I woke up Sunday morning and for some reason I took a big breath and exhaled and felt like, I don't know, an enormous weight had been lifted. That's right. Did you? Yeah. Come into the mic. I did. Yeah. It felt like we'd had a sort of national laxative <laughs> and we'd been very pent up for a long time. And you know when you're just not comfortable on your insides? Yeah. Because it's been a while mm. and then and then finally you get the, the unleashing of the anus. Hi, <laughs> gay. I um, <laughs> I've got the Well, hopefully again. not, actually. <laughs> That's not what you want. No, but it, look, obviously uh, Anthony Norbin. Norman. Anthony Norman Albanese is our 31st. Prime Minister and 
Michael and I were obviously together. And first of all, categorically wish to apologise to the Australian public for underestimating you because I, as the unicorn of death, truly believed (laughs) that we would be here this week feeling sorry for ourselves, maybe condemned to another three years of ScoMo, but I underestimated women, Mm -hmm. I underestimated the gays, I underestimated the vase. The youth. And I'm here to Mm apologise because, thank God, I was wrong. I was so happy to be wrong. And as you and I sat and watched a robot use a ukulele to (laughs) punt (laughs) candidates off to Cuba. Take me to the April sun in Cuba. I know. It was a mixed metaphor. (laughs) As Julie Bishop sat behind with her hair extensions. (laughs) Just thinking of what other catty things she could say to Bill Shorten. <laughs> oh, the sexual tension between Bill Shorten and uh, who was Jay Bish. Jay Bish. You could cut it with a knife. Oh, you really could. I mean, I just, what was going on? There was so much. <laughs> oh, have you gotten Chloe a birthday gift? Oh, I don't know. I think, oh, Bill, what did you think about that? Oh, well, maybe you'll get a chance. I was like, guys, get a room. I reckon probably it began because he went, oh, gosh, isn't it amazing to think what a different place we were in. 2019, we're so different now. And, she, and then she probably would have said, like, well, I don't think my position, my exit wasn't quite the same as yours, Bill. <laughs> And the, it was on. <laughs> but no, they should have a talk show. Or she should. Oh, remember Beauty and the Beast with Stan Zamanik? Yeah. I want that with Short and, and Jay Bish. Can you imagine? That would be I'd watch the her, shit out of that. Yeah, that's her natural habitat, that sort of a show. I miss her being horrible in camp. <laughs> <laughs> and now she can be horrible in camp and it doesn't affect national that's policy. That's right. Get her away oh, from the policies. Totally fine. I'll watch that as a sport. <laughs> if there is no consequences for Jay Bish being Jay Bish with her very expensive hair extensions and mm-hmm. her uh, Armani suits, oh, fucking take my money. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Oh, absolutely. How much? So this is the Channel 9 coverage to which we refer. Michael, Adrian and I were flicking between all coverages of the election. We multi-screened. I was disappointed with ABC. ABC was an odd one. It was it was very overproduced. Anthony Green felt n- nervy about calling it, mm-hmm. and so they took forever. Like all of the other networks had said that it had gone to Labor mm-hmm. and were on board with this sort of teal wave and green wave, mm-hmm. green slide that was happening. That just to me sounds like like horrendous vomit. Snot. Oh, <laughs> could be both. To me, it makes me think if you can't do that on television. Remember yes, that? of course. Mm. Alanis Morissette was in it and mm. you get slimed. Mm. Bob's Burgess. Mm. I do remember that. It was one of my all-time favourite shows. On the afternoon, you get home from school, you watch James Valentine, you watch all of those things. You watch mm. Banana Man. Mm-hmm. It was amazing. Oh, my God, remember Banana Man? Eric is Banana Man. Ever alert for the call to action. No. Do you remember the cartoon Banana Man? Yes, I do remember a superhero that Roger was Ram a banana. Roger Amjet first and then Banana Man after him. Okay. Yeah, it was amazing. And Rob Mills is now the face of Australian Bananas and now I refer to him as Banana Man. Wow. We'll get to Rob Mills wearing a banana shirt to my show in a second, but I digress. Okay. So why were we talking about bananas? I can't even remember at this oh, point. Oh, the slime, the green the slide. Slime. Yeah. Yeah, the yeah. green slide. Yeah. And, God, now I can't even remember what the point um, was of that. Why, what was the point of that? Why were we talking about the green slide? <laughs> I can't even remember now. No, there was a reason. We'll get there. I'll, I'll go back. Oh, the ABC. The yes. ABC. It was if like... If I go on a side quest, you have to maintain the main I know. road. If I you come the down the side quest with me, I mean, you are the anchor point. I'm sorry. I let go of the wharf and we were just being tossed <sighs> we were around there. We were at sea. We were in the Bermuda Triangle. 
Yeah, go. So, oh, God, I forgot. Yeah, ABC. ABC, yes. yes. Weirdly, because Anthony Green was a bit nervous to commit to what the outcome was, Mm. it completely lacked the kind of sense of exhilaration and tables turning that all the other things had. Having said that, they they romped at home. Everyone turns to the ABC. In the ratings, everyone watched it. Yeah, which is fair enough. But like also four times as many as any other place. It was they, incredible. But they clearly had a problem with their link truck and their yeah. internet and their satellite because they were not doing what I wanted. Like, and as you pointed out, they didn't have a handle on who the celebrity interesting candidates were that we wanted to hear from. <laughs> like if Carla Zampatti's daughter is about to take out a traditionally held Liberal seat generations back, former Prime Minister, old boys, blue blood, if Allegra Spender is about to take that out, mm. why are we not crossing to her to see, I don't know, what she's wearing, not that it matters, but it does matter because she's Carly Zampatti's daughter, literally, mm. and she's taken down a guy who sent out his ATAR to every single other person and one of the worst losers in history who's deleted his Twitter account in a fit of, like, total petulance. I love that. Here I for it. it. ABC didn't cross to her. Yeah, and who just lost her mother very publicly yes. this past year, so there's going to be so much emotion wrapped up in it. I know. They just didn't... No, well, maybe... I think that was a little one because it, that, that was one of the seats that wasn't actually necessarily known on the night, although it was very likely. It was a bit a bit the same as Fridays. Well, I had a very close handle on Koo Young. Oh, I was refreshing. She... <laughs> I was almost disturbed at mm. how much physically, mm-hmm. psychically, mm. spiritually... Mm. M was attached to the result of what was happening in Kuyong. I've never known someone to to uh, refresh <laughs> with account. I was waiting for the ABC to cross to me for the results. Honestly, oh, I was yeah. willing to call it before Anthony was, and I would have fucking called it. Don't worry, it would have. And been it was right. a bit of a ride because she got ahead, but then he came uh, back, but then he got ahead, yeah. but then he came back. Oh, but man, it was over. And it's interesting in uh, Friday's speech and Scomo's speech. It's, it's really interesting to me now that they just realise they want to be good fathers. Well, what mm. the fuck have you been doing all this time? <laughs> just now. <laughs> that you've lost. Oh, that's right. I've got a family. What? <laughs> so ScoMo's gone. Obviously, he resigned as Liberal Party leader also. Uh, he will continue as member for Cook. But since Anthony Albanese has announced there will be a federal ICAC, I imagine there will be a by-election in Cook before the year is out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think ScoMo oh, wants to face an ICAC. There is so much to live for. <laughs> so much to live for. So much to live for. I love it how, like, early on in the election campaign, we were were trying to do a bit of a, you know what, you know, vote for who you want. And now (laughs) any sense of us not being partisan. The condoms are off. You're all getting pregnant. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it's happening. Um, And also this election showed us that our country's two-party political, the ideal of that, blown out of the world. Gone. And thank God. Gone. Exactly. I wish it could happen in America. Because they're so polarised and it's all like Republican, Democrat, mm. ah, woke, mm. not well. And and just to have Well, it this... allows nuance. Exactly. Which is what is, the, is, is an accurate representation of life exactly. is now being seen in our political system. Yes. It's so good. And these teal Oh, candidates. the teal independents. Exactly. They're, they're economically conservative. But care about the climate. Care about the climate and, and want integrity and all these kinds of things. Correct. Like they, oh, it's just, it's and, so uh, refreshing. And mostly women. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so there's, so, I mean, Labor won with only 33% of the vote. That's mm. wild. There are 16 crossbenchers mm. now. And this is unheard of. 57% of the Senate, ladies. Mm, I know. Oh, my goodness. Record numbers in the House of Reps too. So good. So, you know, this is a lesson. This is a lesson to the Liberal Party that they, the country didn't, and women, professional, educated women, really fucking handed ScoMo his penis on a platter. How, how did you feel when your 
penis fell off. Because <laughs> they're like, we're not being represented. You don't give a shit about what we care about. You don't give a shit about our health, our safety, nothing. Mm. We're not represented in your front bench. Fuck you. Mm. And they kept ignoring it. And everyone kept saying, Scarma, you've got a woman problem. You've got a lady problem. You've got a lady problem. And he kept going, no, no, here are my mm. daughters and my wife. Mm. Big mistake. Big. Huge. And it fucking... Everything people were telling the Liberal Party, and in the past, a lot of people would have said, oh, that's just the left complaining, blah, 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 yeah. whatever. But it was true. It all came, it was like a prophecy. Oh, and even you would have said, look, we care about that, but the sad truth is there's a whole lot of people out there that don't. But an actual fact. Again, I want to apologise. The rest of the country was a lot closer to us than we imagined. <laughs> Isn't that, like, but it, it, it's nice to know that the majority of Australia aren't a bunch of c- No. <laughs> That's true. I felt the same way after marriage equality. Mm. And and, and it does make me realise how rare it is in our, uh, let's round it down to 42 years of life on this (laughs) earth. In terms of elections we can remember, there has not been many elections to spark elation. No. Like basically in terms of popular results, popular vote results, I would say, look, Kevin 07 was a great night Mm. but pretty short-lived, let's Mm. face it, things Mm. went to hell pretty quickly. Mm. Australian Idol, I would say Guy Sebastian Series 1. <laughs> that was really exciting. And and the marriage equality vote. Mm. But other than that, I mm. mean, Gillard won, but only by the skin of her teeth and it, was, and it was a very fraught sort of situation. We had Howard for years and years and years. We were too young to remember, mm. like... Well, oh. my mum was... was was Instagramming about goth. Yeah. Like, she still owns the T-shirt. The first thing I was wrapped in was a goth Whitlam T-shirt. Mm. The, the ladies at the hospital at Greensboro, at Diamond Valley Medical Centre, Greensboro, tried to bring in those checkered things and mum went, hop, 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 and my dad was forced to bring out an old ratty goth Whitlam T-shirt. I was wrapped Aww. in it. Like, Aww. she, goth is her hero. Yeah. Yeah, so. Oh, it must have been a good night for Jenny made, and Vince. Well, Jenny, well, Vince doesn't vote because he doesn't want to vote for in a system where he could never be Prime Minister. Okay. <laughs> so he just pays the fine. Um, mm. He says, I wasn't born here and I can't be Prime Minister, so why would I vote? And I said, but do you have any ambition? No, but that's not the point. Do, do you want a good world for your grandchildren? <laughs> that's not the point. <laughs> we don't ever argue with the logic of Vince. No. This is a guy who gets around with an iPhone 6 and 7 now, one for watching videos <laughs> and one for communicating. That's just practical. He sat on the plane on the way to Sydney on Friday for my show <laughs> holding two iPhones. <laughs> To be fair, you have absorbed some of that behaviour. I saw you on election night and two two was actually, that would have been a break for you. That's two screens less than you were averaging most of the night. I had four screens going. It's true, but it was for all of us. I wanted to keep it up. And Kuyong was very important. It needed its own screen. It didn't. I needed to see Friday go in real time. <laughs> I needed that. I needed it. Um, Annoyingly for us, we have to confess, his speech that he made was probably just a bit too sort of loving and everything like that. We actually wanted to be able to hang more shit on him, yeah. but we couldn't in the It was end. still a bit gross talking about the, now the fathering, the True. fathering. And we can still just remember how he behaved in the pandemic and bring back all the bile that we want. Correct. I mean, Skyrim was easy because he felt in the same breath of acknowledging First Nations people to then mention the military. Oh, yeah, and all the like, people he thanked, like no nurses, yeah, no teachers, Yeah, did not thank like any that. first responders for getting through the pandemic, nothing. Mm. And that was so gross. Mm. But speaking of Skyrim's concession speech... I, Jenny was there and Jenny looked fucking elated. She did look great. <laughs> I've never seen anyone 
She was glowing. She really was. She didn't look sad. No. She looked like fucking yes. Like, like Frido's she... wife had the trembling lip, looked like she hadn't slept in oh, weeks. Or someone who's and... missed out on being the first lady by bee's dick. That's right. Mm, but um, but no, Jenny, tell you what, there was there was a perfect curl in her hair, but it was just matched by the general aura oh, she was she putting out there. Amazing. She did. And I made the mistake of tweeting about the way that she was looking because I very soon realised that there were multiple levels and layers to what Jenny Morrison was wearing. Mm. And it wasn't just a, oh, is that a bat-winged, straight-edged, severe-shouldered formal frock? Or is it making several political statements? And it did my head in. So first of all, she was wearing a Carla Zampatti dress, which I picked straight away because I am across the new Mm -hmm, season. mm -hmm. And... Allegra Spender, who took out the seat of Wentworth as a teal independent, beating old mate Atar, mm. um, she is in teal. The dress, pastel teal. I know. Zampatti's daughter. Like, she's essentially a nod to someone who's beaten her husband's party. And I find it impossible to believe that there wasn't one person on their team that said, mm, Jenny, you are aware of the fact you're wearing a teal-coloured Zampatti. I mean, that feels a little pointed. <laughs> yes, it's so pointed. Again, teal-coloured Zampatti. Teal candidate is the daughter of Carla Zampatti, the designer of the dress that Jenny Morrison was wearing. Also, it resembled a costume from The Handmaid's Tale. Totally resembled it. It did. And remember the furor, ho, 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 brouhaha over Magda Zhabansky mm-hmm. mentioning that Jenny yes. was like something from The Handmaid's Tale. And that got mentioned on 60 Minutes. Was when comedian Magda Zhabansky sent out this tweet. Look, and I can take a joke. Like, I, I but sometimes it's just like, really? There was all this Handmaid's Tale kind of conjecture and, and rhetoric around Jenny, and then she wears something that, like, if you do a side-by-side, it literally looks the same as one of the costumes. Are you telling me that was not deliberate? So I made the mistake of tweeting this and, oh, you shouldn't comment on a way a woman looks, la, 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 la. I'm like, bitch, this is, I'm a conspiracy theorist first and foremost. This Choices were made. Form. Choices. 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 Either knowingly or unknowingly, but it's it's a hell of a thing to believe it was all unknowing. I'm sorry, that's wild. Someone knew. Someone knew. We knew. Mm. The second she stood up, I mm. said to you, that's a fucking colour Zampatti. <laughs> that's the first thing I said to you. I looked at you, didn't I? You were lying on my carpet. I said, Michael, she's wearing colour oh, Zampatti. And the dress's name, the name of that outfit, Celebration. So either it was that she loved that dress and Scoma's like, oh, Jenny, I've lost. And she's like, oh, well, it's a fucking good dress, so I'm wearing it, Scott. <laughs> or she was really happy about the fact that he had lost, which I both of which I could believe. I believe that too. I mean, mm. I've seen the pictures of her with tray, a tray of margaritas. Gosh, yeah. she loves a margarita. She they really love does. A tequila she pairs there. it with any food. Do you think that, like, do you think someone takes a shit somewhere weird at Kirribilli House if you're leaving? Oh, what little deposit for the new incoming. Do you think there's like a fish sauce in the curtain hems vibes? Oh, I, knowing what we know elbow. of their diet, <laughs> which is boiling down to practically just raw chilies and margarita. <laughs> raw chicken. Yeah, <laughs> raw chilies on raw chicken <laughs> and margaritas. If I was elbow, I'd be sending in crime scene investigation. I'd be having that thing blue lit. I'd be having it, you know, the people who clean up like total murders. I'd be sending those people in. I think Jenny runs a 
tip-top house. No, I reckon Jenny's like, oh, come on, Scott, let's get in the car. And Scott's like, oh, I just left, I just oh, left my keys in the house. Back. I just come back, Jen. I'll see you in the car, babes. <laughs> and then he just like fucking goes to town in the house, suck shit, Albert. Because <laughs> you know what he did in Engadine. Well, we know what he's capable of. Practically scientific <laughs> fact that he did it in Engadine. We Would don't. you? No. I'd like to say that I wouldn't. Yeah, I feel like it feels like you more of a you move. <laughs> All right, other, feed other my... leaders have been known to leave a delicate note left on the desk <laughs> when 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 Prime Minister Rossiano left. <laughs> she fed her lactose intolerant dog dairy <laughs> and let nature take its course in the good room. Mm. So um, the first thing Albo did his acceptance speech. Look, we were a bit a bit worried his uh, victory speech because he started shushing the crowd a lot and you and I were looking at each other going... Mm, just let him just go. Let him, let go, him go, go wild. Yeah. He gets yeah. thrown by crowds. Yes. Yeah, a lot of shush, 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 shush. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a good 30 seconds of it. It went past cute and then we got uncomfortable. Then it went to annoying. Dan. 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 No. No. Can we have order, please? Can, can we have a bit of order? And he really, really went through it. But then he... Pulled out. It, Delivered. He, he did, and his hot son was there, thank God. Thank God. The hot son. <laughs> and we weren't sure how he was going to play the girlfriend with the wife. Is there going to be a wedding? Are we going to get a wedding in the next? Has that ever happened? Is there going to be like. I don't know, actually. I'm so excited. Well, could yeah, be a we wedding. We need Annabelle Crab to confirm this. Because <laughs> will he propose? It. it or, I, my favourite movie, practically, is The American President, which is all about this very topic. It's like he's basing everything. Oh, he does love that movie. Remember? Oh, because he stole the oh, speech shit. from it. Do you think? Oh, no. Uh, no, I'm saying yes if he's going to keep going down this way. <laughs> if, he's, if his character arc is based. I want a proposal on the floor of Parliament. I want him to be going, and so, Your Honour, I turn to you now as I drop to one knee and I look up to the gallery. <laughs> Oh, this writes itself. Writes this is your itself. next TV show. This is amazing. He, he, he should do it. Because he should he, do it. Who's not going to vote for that man? Mate, 100%. Oh, he should. And also, we know now women, they're very powerful voters. And, oh, look, as feminist as I am. Everyone will love I that. I fucking love There's a, a reason we're proposal. up to season 87 of The Bachelor. <laughs> is that? Oh, my God. Oh, The Bachelor. No, we can't digress. I just am jumping in here. I love that it's M throwing to M. He'll throw it back to M. It's so Streisand of me. I am going to quickly give you a footnote. Now, what we're referring to is The Bachelor have announced their new Bachelor, or should I say Bachelors? There are three, Felix von Hoff, Thomas Maluchedi and Jed McIntosh, who I also call Aldi Machine Gun Kelly. Now, they're all white, they're all extremely manicured, and it's going to be some sort of weird free-for-all where the bachelors are not kept separate from the bachelorettes. Everyone's heterosexual. People are like, have we progressed at all? Uh, uh, is anyone learning any lessons? But apparently they're all going to be in the house, three dudes, all the girls, no rules. It's like the Hunger Games with sex. That is why I just wanted to let you know when Michael and I said The Bachelor and we locked eyes and we were assuming knowledge, you know, I do like a reset. Okay, back to the show. What the fuck are they anyway, doing? Anyway, no way. Oh, okay, so no, back, we can't, we can't back stop, to the stop, election. Stop. Let's talk about... No, wait, before you get to yeah. that, we also need to acknowledge that Albo has put the Torres Strait Islander and, and yes. Indigenous flag behind him. And the first thing, one of the first things he did after shushing everyone was um, uh, 
committing to the Uluru Statement from the Heart in full, mm-hmm. uh, committing to a federal ICAC, a federal mm-hmm. ICAC. Mm-hmm. We can't wait for the ICAC. We'll be watching every day. And also... To end the climate wars. What a guy. Yeah, what a what guy. A guy. Well, he's, got, he's got no choice, actually, because the entire crossbench, <laughs> yeah. uh, hardcore green, yeah. which is fantastic. Be they the teals or the actual greens. Uh, so, so bad news for the Liberals. Bad news for One Nation. Bad news for Rupert Murdoch, <laughs> which I... And I'm genuinely staggered by Me this. Too. Because as anyone who's lived in this country knows... Rupert's uh, press monopoly has gotten more and more intense and also the shamelessness of it has gotten with every... It was pretty bad in Melbourne during lockdown, all the mm. anti-Dan headlines, but they really outdid themselves. Like the glowing coverage of ScoMo versus mm. the condemnation of Elbow, the way that they backed Frydenberg consistently. And they've got like almost a complete monopoly in Total. Queensland. And it didn't, it didn't do anything. <laughs> it didn't do anything. Social media... Grassroots. Worked. Oh my god! It, this was this was Twitter's campaign. Yeah. This was TikTok's election. Yeah. And the fucking youth. And in addition to that, United, mm. oh. the United Australia Party, who spent a hundred million dollars. Palmer. And nothing. Like just didn't didn't get anything. Great Astonishing. Out. One of the sweetest. There were there was. It was an absolute cavalcade. It was a, a, what did I tweet? I tweeted it was a stock take sale on... Dickheads. Dickheads. Yeah, it really was. Yeah. It, I mean, there was a moment where it looked like Dutton was going to oh, go down Oh, we looked at each well. other. We couldn't believe it. Tim Wilson. Yeah. Pauline Hanson, probably. Probably. Um, Josh Frydenberg. Yeah. Uh, who else? Trent Zimmerman. Trent Zimmerman. Erica Betts. That's a special <laughs> one for me because he was so horrendous in marriage equality. Ah, and Craig Kelly. Craig Kelly. Craig. Who took it? What, did he take it graciously? Oh, so graciously. Yep. He's uh, he's written to his supporters. Oh, thank God. I didn't get this letter. No, what a shocker. Well, okay. Well, he what's wrote, Craig had to say? Although we may have failed and our faces are now marred with the dust and the sweat and the blood from the battle, we did so while staring greatly, all in the name of, capital letters, freedom. We fought not for power or position, not for virtual signalling or self-indulgence, nor for what is fashionable. We fought not because it was easy. We fought because we are the sons and daughters of the Anzacs. Oh, my God. I'm insulted on behalf of all the Anzacs and their families. Oh, no, totally. That's oh, right. my <laughs> that God. Is so, he is... That's astonishing. But he's unemployed. He's unemployed. He's out. Oh, it's so, it's gone. such heaven. Again, I want to thank the Australian public. I know. I just can't believe it. A lot of people have been cautioning that now they're going to pivot hard right and it'll be a disaster for There's the country. There's culture wars happening at the Liberal Party as we speak because Dutton's obviously front runner. Mm. Uh, they have to put a woman in as deputy. Like, there's just no alternative. They must because any time they want to fucking wank, they have to consult 16 crossbenchers of whom most are women. Yeah. So I think <laughs> I think they're going to have to put a woman in somewhere within the upper echelons of the Liberal Party opposition. Mm. But I think they're dumb enough to put Dutton in. I really oh, do. Oh, me too. I think that's inevitable now. And they're now. stupid because they really now's the time to try and win and steal back the centrist liberals who voted teal independence because they were feeling disillusioned and unrepresented by the way the Liberal Party was going. Because, like you said, all the people that would vote for Dutton will be dead in 20, 30, 40 totally. years. And they're fucked. And Dutton as well. 
I mean, oh, can I we don't... hear? Wait, can we hear what Mark McGowan had to say about Peter Dutton? <laughs> Mark McGowan, shit, don't stink, y'all. He delivered Labor the election. Have a listen to the WA premiere when he was asked about what he thought about Peter Dutton being opposition leader. He's an extremist. He's an extremist, and uh, I don't think he fits with modern Australia at all. And he doesn't seem to listen. He's extremely conservative. Uh, I, I actually don't think he's that smart. I've seen him present on things. I don't really pick up there's much there. Oh! Yes. That's someone who knows how to stand in their power and, my God, wasn't it a demonstration <laughs> of his power? Jesus. So, look, well done, everyone. Well done. All right, we're going to go away and come back and talk about the numerous vomiting and hospital <laughs> admissions that happened at my show in Sydney on Friday night. <laughs> That's next. M. Rossiano and Michael Lucas. This is M. Salation. So uh, Friday night, Michael, I played the Big Top at Luna Park. Yes, I and saw Possibly the greatest gig of my life. That's saying something. And I've had some good ones, mm. obviously. But there was just something about this Sydney crowd. They came to play. Mm. They came to slay. They came to spew. Mm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and did, I hear. Yes, yes. So I, as soon as I got out there, I knew there was this, fren- there was this frantic, frenetic energy coming towards me. Like, I've never... It was a wall. <laughs> I've yeah. never felt so just I was overwhelmed by it and energised at it at the same time, which is a heady mix for me already. And I was having this show filmed for some promo and stuff and one of the guys who was filming it looked like Bailey Smith, the footballer with the mullet, right, mm-hmm. straight away. So I was calling him Aldi Bailey Smith. So he was there and I was running around through the crowd. Rob Mills was there in his banana shirt because he's the face of bananas. Hi. I'm Rob Mills, and I love bananas. Oh, so he's wearing a bit of promotional material to your show. I I just don't know if that is the best brand alignment for him, but... I don't know. Whatever. I like it. It's happy, it's colourful, it's camp, it's phallic. Hi, gay. Phallic. Which is him. Yeah. So it was great. And then about 20 minutes into the show, I look out into the crowd and I see these three people in matching outfits. Red blazer, red polo, red hats, red pants. I'm like, oh! Have you guys teen dressed? I stopped the whole show down. Mm. Have you teen dressed? And then the people around them are going, no, 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 they're, they're, I'm like, what? And so I stopped everything down again. And of course, like, what's going on? And then they're like, there's vomit here. People have spewed. And I'm like, oh my God, it's the cleanup team Mm. in their matching uniforms at Luna Park. So, first of all, kudos to Luna Park for caring about branding and merchandising. Yeah. The cleanup crew looked amazing. So amazing. I've actually been a vomit cleaner, by the way. At Hoyt's Greensboro, another story, another time. Wow. Mm. Yeah, so they were in there doing their job. And I'm mm. like, oh, my God. And I did recall two women in stunning sequin gowns exiting the venue very quickly. <laughs> but to their credit, I didn't realise they'd already done It must have been the most delicate spew. It must have just been like a blah, 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 blah at the side. Because mm. when I vomit, it's a full production number. Like it comes out my nose, yeah. I burst blood vessels, I make oh. noises. It's a geyser. It's yeah. <laughs> Totally. But they must have been just so fucking... Like, just just like a little bird, like a little bird feeding its babies. 
Do you, you think know? it was, I'm hoping that they just consumed a bit too much vodka or something yeah. like that rather than have had the full, like, degustation before coming in because that's where you really go. No, apparently it was pretty bad. and so I, The scent was, is the other thing. There was a few empty seats in the front of people who couldn't come for whatever reason, so I did upgrade the vomit people. I, I took three women who were right near the that's vomit good. and that's I put them. That's just human rights. Yeah, so it's just human rights mm. and I care about my audience. <laughs> and then... 20 minutes more passed and I noticed a woman with her hand across her mouth just power walking through the middle of the auditorium. But she wasn't breaking, she wasn't running and she, and so I'm like, oh no, are, are you okay? And she's like, she puts her hand up like a fucking, she's the Anzac. Like, if anyone wants to compare themselves to the bravery, she puts her hands up in front of a sold-out 2,000-strong crowd. While that I'm was her Kokoda trail. Pretty much. And she walks out with her hand across her mouth and she, she doesn't run at any point and she walks out. And so then I made someone else in the crowd follow her out to hold her hair up. Mm. So then that happens. <laughs> and then the cleanup crew came in again and there's another spew. Mm. And I was wow. just like, what is going on? And then I find out an ambulance is out the front because a woman broke her leg. Jesus Christ. Before entering Luna Park, before the shooting. <laughs> wow. And then another woman in the Amstelation Facebook group confessed to spewing on the train. <laughs> Original spewers had to go to hospital and one of them had to have their stomach pumped. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I bet the venue was like, Jesus, we'll feel a bit better when Marilyn Manson comes to play so Correct. we can get a bit of a <laughs> So I said to the security guard after the show, like he said, categorically, your crowd is the loosest and wildest <laughs> we have ever had and we have had death metal, sir. We have had like... Hip-hop rappers. We've had people who are possibly members of gangs here, probably carrying a weapon concealed, and it was my crowd. <laughs> and so this is where I feel conflicted because I was like, yes, go, sis, go off. And then my ethics place started to hurt. Mm. And I hate it when my ethics place starts to hurt. What the fuck is hell? Because I just... <laughs> I've got control of the buttons again, gang. I love that your mm. ethics it's conflict mm. is Elio. Is Elio. Some might say that that in itself is an ethical <laughs> dilemma. <laughs> Don't go too deep there. Okay. Um, because part of me is like, good. These girls have been at home probably with their loose. family. They went, they're having their big mm. night out. And then my ethics place starts to tingle as I'm laying awake at 3 a.m. replaying the whole show. And then I'm like, why are these women so wound up and so in need of a release? Why are they turning to enough alcohol to vomit? You know, and so I can hold both in, in my heart, okay? Mm -hmm. Like go off, sis. But also are we medicating with alcohol a bit too much because we are fucking doing too much? Because here's another revelation. I drink more than ever. I'm not a this, big drinker. No, I know. And people might think that you are mm. because famously on stage you often come out with a bottle of wine, you often ask your floor manager to come and deliver some wine to you. So you would may maybe think mm. that, you know. And that's and my also, fault. I'm celebrating a culture of drinking. You used to do live uh, Instagram wine, wine times. times. Yeah, but in actual fact, uh, and it's not even that you're a one-pot screamer. You're not. Like you, 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 But normally you tend to just have a glass or two. Yeah, I am a one-pot screamer. 
We've had so few times in our life where we're both We've been never drunk. aligned it's, it's, messy. No, we have. When have our messies aligned? I remember there was one time and we said it afterwards. Your 30th. Oh, my 30th. Yeah, it was a really good night. Hi, <laughs> 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 anyway, that's We won't go into any oh more details. Oh, my God. The eye <laughs> I'll just leave you to imagine. The eye contact, the, just the, him and I had a, a, you know when people are about to die in movies and they have the flashback through their life? Yeah. You and I looked at each other and at the flashback of all the things we got up to at my 30th. By the way, also, if we revisit pictures, we have to pay it up. We both looked amazing. We looked amazing. I came as Gene Kelly from Anchors Away and you were Wonder Woman. Absolutely perfect choices from us both. We looked we looked 30. We looked great. It was a wild night It was us. a wild we, night. It was at a casino. I know, Why? We just beca- I don't know. I just was doing breakfast radio in Perth. I'd lost my mind. I don't even remember my 30th. I'm still friends with some randoms from the casino on Facebook. I still know what's going on in their lives. And I just spent two hours off my face chatting to them at your 30th. And that Basil dude from WA oh, has gone really mayor. right wing Mate, now. He's the mayor. Yeah, he was there. He was there at my 30th. Yeah. Oh, my God. All right. <laughs> that, fuck that moment between us about my 30th, <laughs> iconic emsolation history. <laughs> so much in that look. James, make that video now. Like, fucking make, James is making that video. And I want you to, like, the, between him. <laughs> Okay, that, that's it. Um, uh, vote one, Logies, Michael Lucas, newsreader. Yes, hey, yeah. Hey, come on, come on, come on. And also, by the way, um, now uh, Five Bedrooms is free again. It's on 10 Play. It's on It's on Wednesday nights after MasterChef and season one and as rolling out season two is, is free again. Once again, if you were too cheap for Paramount Plus. <laughs> You've been rewarded. Emsolators <laughs> aren't cheap. No, they aren't. They I've really noticed. are. They're yeah. all over it. They They're are. All over it. Okay, and vote for the newsreader. Yes. Vote Anna for Anna Torv. Yeah. Vote for Stephen Peacock. Yeah. Uh, vote for Michael Lucas. You can't, but yep. Yes, you can. You can vote for the show. I'm the show. And I'll be there uninvited but in the hotel room. (laughs) (laughs) Will it be another night where our drunkenness (gasps) is on the perfect level? But not that we're in. It's problematic, but it's fun. But it's problematic, but it's fun. Can't say. Either way. (laughs) Maybe I'll have a really strong coffee and take my stimulant late. This is a real ethical roller coaster, and I think we're off the tracks. Life at this point. is an ethical roller coaster because everything is problematic. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sounded like a Ronan Keating song. Anyway, talk soon. Bye. Bye. This is Emsolation. Wow. That's it. That is this week's episode done and dusted. I hope you enjoyed the many side quests that occurred. <laughs> I must go now. I must go away. I must away and pack for Adelaide and do all the things and um, remove about 10 kilos of pubic hair before I arrive in Port Douglas. You're welcome, Far North Queensland. You're welcome. My travel on, my carry-on luggage will be much lighter and I'm not referring to my suitcase. You get the idea. <laughs> oh, my God, don't laugh at your own jokes, dickhead. Um, make sure that you are following us on Instagram at Emsolation Podcast. My daughter Marcella is the social media captain and does a beautiful job of the stories. Oftentimes when I listen to a podcast, I'm like, oh, I wish I could see what that looked like. I, I wish I could understand that. Marcella meticulously goes through the episode and makes sure that the visual is there if I've spoken about anything that requires eyes on. And um, it's just, I don't know, It's it really... 
it really enhances the episodes if you go and look at the social media. Remember to check on the grid. Sometimes the algorithms squash us because they say that we put up inappropriate content. Rude. Insulting. Also, make sure you've signed up for our newsletter. It's the show Bible. If you're not an Emsolation pen pal, you're only getting half the story. And also, I hope all you RuPaul Drag Race fans appreciated all our little RuPaul Easter eggs this week. Oh, yes! I will find a way to weave it in. The newsletter is beautifully put together by our EP, Ben Wosley, and we have film recommendations, movie recommendations, book, podcasts. So perhaps over the next two weeks, you can go through the recommendations that Ben puts in there. If you want to sign up, all that information is, again, at our Facebook page. Oops, at our Instagram page. Oh, my God, I can't focus. At Insulation Podcast. That's it from me signing off. Um, I'll be on holidays. I'm pretty excited. And I don't know what you're going to get next Thursday. You'll get something. I don't know. I'll think about it. I'll just, who knows. It'll be, it'll be good. Maybe not as good as normal, but it'll still be good. Have a wonderful wonderful weekend week wherever you're listening to this remember to recommend us to everybody and uh, Adelaide I'll see you Friday night bye friends Emsolation with M. Rossiano is a Spotify exclusive podcast recorded at Down the Hill Studios hosted by M. Rossiano with Michael Lucas executive produced by Benjamin Wosley produced by M. Rossiano edited by Ezekiel Fenn at Entente Music with videos by James Henderson socials by Marcella Rossiano Barrow with assistance from Jem Evans and Georgia Watts plus a Occasional off-a-shelf installs and flat-pack wrangling from M's dad, Vincey. Get more Emsolation by following us on Instagram at Emsolation Podcast. You can also sign up for our weekly newsletter. Join other Emsolators of the Emsolation group on Facebook. The answer is Harry Styles. And please, take the time to share this podcast with a friend and make sure you're following us on the Spotify app by hitting the follow button. Thanks again for taking time out to listen to this week's episode and we look forward to chatting with you again soon. That's a fucking colour, Zampetti. Choices. Choices. Choices.